Welcome to Covenant's Pulpit Ministry. Covenant Evangelical Free Church believes that the Bible is the Word of God and that God's Word is vital for life-transforming Christianity. We trust that you will grow to know the Word of God and more importantly, the God of the Word as you hear this message today. May God bless you as you open your heart to His Word. I'm left-handed, but I'm better with my right hand. <laughs> really? Okay. A blessed Lunar New Year to one and all this morning. Wherever you hop in the year 2023, may you hop closer to the Lord. Okay? And like the, you know, distinct years of the rabbit, incline your ears to the Lord, to hear Him clearly and to obey Him wholeheartedly and unreservedly. Meanwhile, enjoy your Chinese New Year, okay? It only comes once a year, so better treasure it, okay? As we bring many blessings and benefits to one and all. Let us begin this Chinese New Year message with a word of prayer, shall we? Our Father in heaven, we want to thank you that you are a good God. And every day, dear God, as we think about you, we can't help but to praise you for all that you have done, for who you are to each one of us. And we commit this message to you, knowing, O oh God, that you will use it to touch our hearts. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. On the first Sunday of this year, a question asked at the beginning of the message by Reverend Tony Yo and Reverend Ke Kiong was, what is the worst storm that you can possibly face in your life? How many can remember that? No need to put up your hands, okay? <laughs> All right. But I'm sure a lot of you remember that, right? The sure and succinct response was whatever the storm may be, we can always cry out into your hands. Am I not right? God is always there for every one of us. Today, I want to ask you another question. Where God asked Moses in Exodus chapter 4, verses 1 to 5. And this is what it says. Then Moses answered, What if the people of Israel do not believe or listen to me? What if they say, The Lord did not appear to you? The Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? Moses answered, He said, It is just a tongkat. Nothing special. All shepherds have them. Mine is a little bit more fragile. But it's a tongkat. Okay? And God says, well, that's all I need from you, right? You have a tongkat, give me your tongkat. Okay? If you have cash, give me your cash. <laughs> Whatever you have, that's all I need, okay? So Moses said, 
to God. I don't have much. I just have a tongkat. And God said, well, your shepherd's stick is all I need. Put the shepherd's stick on my hand. Okay? And I will tell you what I can do with this stick. And Moses looked at it and said, well, it's still a stick. Then God told him in the following few verses, right? Moses said, it's my walking stick. Then the Lord said, throw it onto the ground. So Moses threw it onto the ground. And it became a snake. What a good rhyme, right? Stick to snake, snake to stick. Yeah. Throw from the stick, it became a snake. Moses ran away from the snake. Would you run away from the snake? I would, okay, unless you want to die younger. So Moses ran away from the snake. And then the Lord said to him, reach out and grab it by its tail. Moses says, "Uh, why don't you demonstrate? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't say that. You would say that. I would have said that, okay? But Moses just by faith trusted God and went down and picked up And then it became from a snake to a stick again. Right? And God said to Moses, when he did this, it again became a snake. Then the Lord said, when this happens, the Israelites will believe that the Lord appeared to you. Just think about that. We hold many common things in our hands. For a shepherd, a shepherd's stick is very common. For a farmer, a stick is very common. For us, maybe a pen, right? For children, maybe your textbook. I know you don't like to hear that, but sorry, I said it already, okay? Uh, For an adult, maybe your credit card. You know, something very common. And God said, that's all I need. I don't need something very unusual, something very special. I just need what you have in your hand. When this happens, the Bible says, when Moses listened to what God said and did what God said, when this happened, the Israelites will believe that the Lord appeared to you. I am the God of their ancestors. I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. My question to you today is, what is it that is in your hand? That's not the title of my message, just a question. What is it that is in your hand? Do not underestimate what is in your hand. For some of you today, and a lot of you today, Ang Pao will be one of those things. <laughs> right? In your hands. How many children collected Ampao already? Let me see your hands. See? What is in your hand? And the children will say, Ampao, correct. Okay? Yeah. What is in your hand? Do not underestimate what is in our hands. For indeed, it holds something very precious, something most valuable to humanity. So, My next leading question is, what then is the greatest treasure in our hands? 
Is Ang Pao your greatest treasure in your hands, kids? No, textbook, huh? Yeah, I understand. No choice, your parents sitting next to you. Okay, right. What is the greatest treasure in our hands? I have with me, this is a huge red packet, right? Is your Ang Pao so big? It's not about how big the Ang Pao size is, right? It's about it's inside this big, right? Inside big is very good. Outside big, not so good. <laughs> but mine is outside big, okay? And uh, I want to ask a child, okay, to come and uh, receive this Ang Pao. Who wants to come and receive this Ang Pao? The boy you want, is it the boy? Come, 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 come. The one with the mask on? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six row. Ah! You talk to your daddy, say, please call me, please call me. I call you. La. Ah, yeah. I say, anybody, he quickly turned to his daddy. Call me, call me. Okay. Ah. Blessed Chinese New Year, Diba Bali, Hari Raya, everything to you, okay? Okay, good, good, good. You like this? Have you taken Ang Pao? I mean, do you have any Ang Pao today? That I know you don't have. You want an Ang Pao? So excited, no? You want an apple? Okay. <laughs> you want or you don't want? You want? Ah. Okay. Put your hand inside and, and, and grab the first thing you can find. Oh, that's your angpao. What do you call that? Love letter. Love letter. Uh, are you in love? <laughs> I am. Every day I'm in love. I'm in love with Jesus. You, leh? You know Jesus? You know. You're in love with him? This is his love letter to you. Okay? Ah, you, want, you want other things? Yeah. Oh, I see you. Automatically. Your parents teach you very young. <laughs> well, what is that? The Bible. The Bible. This Bible is very special, you know? If you open it up, ah, you can actually eat it like Isaiah. <laughs> you don't believe me? You read the Bible? The Bible, Isaiah, just take the word and eat it, you know? Ah. Let's see what else is inside. Ah, this one cannot eat. This one is real one, real Bible. Okay. Ah, this one is for you. Okay. You like it? And because today is Chinese New Year, everything got to be put inside. So I can give you Ang Pao. So this Ang Pao is for you. Alright. Praise the Lord. All right. My question to every one of us is, what is in our hands? Especially during a time like this, okay? God has a love letter for every one of us. And He wants to put it in our hands. And He wants us not just only to hold it with our hands, but He wants us to take that love letter and put it in somebody else's hands too. And I think there's no better time to do that except during this Chinese New Year, which is one of the more important occasions where we can do it. For Moses, God's love letter came in the form of a tongkat, came in the form of a shepherd's stick. That was the gospel in his hands. For us, may our prayer be to God to be like that of the psalmist in the book of Psalm chapter 90 and verse 17. Okay, where it says, May the favor of the Lord our God, rest on us. As you press the next one, yeah. 
That is Moses Tongkat in the form of a love letter. Very creative, huh? Yeah. May the favor of the Lord our God, okay, rest on us. Establish the works of our hands. Yes, establish the works of our hands. May the gospel in our hands be dedicated to God for His service during this very special moment of our annual event. Okay? May this be our prayer today and also the rest of this year that God establishes His works in our hands. And we still have a lot of days ahead in this year whether we are male or female, young or old, rich or poor, student working or retired, employer or employee, in whatever season and times, let us be found faithful with the gospel in our hands. By all means and in all ways, let us find a way to let the gospel be put into the hands of the people around us so that the people will glorify God and like what Matthew said in chapter 5, verse 16. A child shared this testimony with me. I deal with children for many years. So one of the stories of this child is a very unique story. A child shared this with me when the gospel was in his hands and he had just finished his PSLE not too long ago. He prayed to God to give him opportunities to share the good news with the rest of his classmates one last time. Why one last time? Because after PSLE, when school holidays come, then they won't see each other again for many of them. So he prayed to God to give him that opportunity to share the gospel with the rest of his classmates one last time. For they have yet to receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Saviour. And within the remaining four weeks before the year-end holidays, he led five classmates to Jesus. He put the gospel in the hands of five of his classmates. Amen? The gospel in our hands is powerful. Let us do that. When I was a youth pastor in the 80s, three young teenage girls shared about a neighborhood friend living in Wangpo Estate who wanted to commit suicide because her parents neglected her and didn't care too much about her and the whole house was a gambling den because they were so addicted to gambling. And so she was left all to herself and uh, no one really cared for her. So she thought about dying. Together, we visited her. So the four of us went and talked to her, shared the gospel, and prayed over her. She said she would give Jesus a try. That's all. She didn't really accept the Lord, but she said, I will give Jesus a try. Today, she's a missionary in Sarawak with the gospel in her hands, giving a lot of people a try for Jesus. That's all God needs. Just a try. Just a try. And when we just put the gospel in the hands of someone, and if that person receives it, just a try. That's all we need to do. And that's all God will do the rest. 
During the pandemic, all of us went through tough times, some more so than others. After an online parenting seminar, a couple contacted me. Both of them lost their jobs. They said, and, and I quote, may we as parents stay patient, trusting, and be united as a family to trust in God's capable and unfailing hands. And I felt so blessed because they were quite badly affected by the pandemic and yet they were so optimistic and positive in their outlook and trust in God. When I think about all these blessed testimonies, they affirm our faith in God of the gospel that is in our hands. In whatever stage or state or status in life, the greatest treasure is to know that the gospel is in our hands because with that, God can do wonders. So during our this year Chinese New Year visitation, may I remind you, children, youth, and adults, in addition to collecting ang paos, be faithful in sharing our testimony of the beautiful blessings and benefits of the gospel in our hands. You know, the gospel in our hands is amazing. I remember uh, this little story, okay, about a friend who said, I don't have a lot of things to offer. I, I mean, I can't do well in my studies. I barely pass. Uh, I can't speak well. I fumble. I this, I that. Then I told, I told the, the, the boy, a teenager, I said, actually, you don't need to do all those things. All you need is just your hands. Because when you have your hands offered to God, God can add many more blessings into your hands. And God can give and show others the beautiful rainbow of blessings that you never thought you have. But God says, I'm going to add it into your life. The gospel in your hands can do wonders in the lives of other people. So I hope today, instead of just looking at the ang pao and the love letter that we will take and eat, I hope today we also look into the gospel in our hands that we can offer someone. I want to share with you just two very quick points before I end. Quick, right? Because I know you want to visit people, okay? And I also want you to practice a lot more, okay, about the gospel in your hands, okay? The first, the first thing, okay, is the gospel in our hands bring blessings or brings blessings to all. The gospel in our hands bring, brings blessings to all. Let me quote what Ellen White, an American author in the 1800s said, she said, we are all woven together in a great web of humanity. And whatever we can do to benefit and uplift others will reflect in blessings upon them and ourselves. When I was thinking about that, I thought about testimonies of people 
who substantiated what she said in that quote. And one day, I was having lunch in Klang, Malaysia with a pastor. While we were eating, we saw a dirty-looking young boy, undernourished, and an equally unkempt older lady rummaging through a big dustbin at the corner of a coffee shop looking for leftover food. And we looked at each other, felt for them, moved with compassion and bought lunch for them. The pastor spoke in Bahasa to the lady. I did not know what he said to her. Then about a decade or so later, the pastor introduced me to one of his staff who was probably in her late 40s by then. And he said, Nicholas, this is Betty, whom we met at the coffee shop almost a decade ago. She's now the head of our Orang Asli ministry. Her son, John, had finished his SPM, which is equivalent to our GCO levels. He's working in a food delivery business. Both are wonderfully used by God now in putting the gospel in the hands of the Orang Asli community. I was so happy to hear that and it dawned upon me what Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 12 says, the Lord will open for you his abundant storehouse, the sky. That's what he meant. The Lord will open for you his abundant storehouse, the sky, to give your land rain in the season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow from any of them. Betty and John humbly yielded themselves to the Lord. They started a kindergarten for the Orang Asli children, a tuition center for students, and a football team for the youth. And in each endeavor, they put the gospel into the hands of their recipients. The gospel in your hands, whatever you are, whoever you are, a student, a teacher, a parent, a counselor, a janitor, or an insurance agent, etc., etc. If the gospel is in your hands, and when you know the gospel is in your hands, you can bring many blessings to the people around you, to the community of people that you have influence over. Whoever we are, whether we give or receive ang paos or mandarin oranges during this Chinese New Year visitation, may we be a good testimony of the gospel in our hands for the gospel bring eternal blessings. I have with me a big offering bag because I expect a lot <laughs> during this Chinese New Year, okay? And uh, so far, nothing, <laughs> okay? But do you know that when you have nothing, that's all God needs? Turn to someone and tell someone, God needs your nothing. <laughs> the only people God can't use is that they think they are something, <laughs> right? And they think they are someone. 
and they feel they have something, okay? But what God needs is our nothing. Because from our nothing, He will give us ang pao. Okay? From our nothing, He will give us oranges. <laughs> Not one, but two. <laughs> and on top of that, after He gave us all these things, He says, I want you to put something into your life. Don't just keep taking, taking, taking. Okay, after I give you something, you got something, you got to start putting. Right? So give and it shall be given to you. Right? So let's start giving. When God has given us something, let's just pour everything inside. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. Don't waste time. Right? And when everything is given to God, the amazing thing is that God never shortchanges us. He gave us one long string and all tied up because we don't know how to tie them up. That's the beautiful thing about God. He never shortchanges us. Everything we have, everything we are, God can give us a lot more. And today, I want you to remember this simple illustration. Right, children? Give away your ang pao, your mommy will give you a bigger one. <laughs> I already tell them, so they got no choice now. Everybody heard it. Okay? So the more they give you, the more you quickly give away. Okay? Ah, then you get bigger and more. The gospel in our hands not only Okay, bring spiritual blessings to all. The last and final point I want to share with us is that the gospel in our hands bring benefits to all. Not only does it bring spiritual blessings to us, but it brings a lot of additional benefits of life, of growth, of development in our life. The gospel in our hands blesses and benefits all. A song of David in Psalm chapter 68 and verse 19, declares, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation. You know, we don't like this word load, especially children, because parents load them with work. Right? Whenever parents walk into you know, popular, the kids feel very unpopular. <laughs> because come out is a whole stack of loaded assignments, right? And work. So we all don't like this word called load. The same with adults. When we go to office, our employer load us with a lot of work. And we wish every day is Chinese New Year, no need to go to work, <laughs> right? So the word load is something that we try not to associate with because it has a lot of terrible connotations in our mind. But here is a very good loading. Psalm 68 verse 19 is a different kind of loading. It says, God loads us with benefits. You like that? God doesn't load us with worries. God doesn't load us with burdens. God doesn't load us with labors and more work, but God loads us with benefits. And we all like benefits. 
Any problem with that? If you have a problem, please give them to me. God not only loads us with benefits, but it says here, God loads us with daily benefits. Wow! Not once a year Chinese New Year benefits. Every day, 365 and a quarter or 366 days a year, God loads us every day with benefits. Amen? Who doesn't want benefits? There are no limitations, there are no restrictions to God's benefits to all of us as we walk and allow our hands to have the gospel in our hands to share that benefit with others. I mean, let's just think about some of these things. Okay? You probably never realize they are all benefits from the Lord because we take it for granted every day. And we never even think about thanking God when we have all these things every day. Just think about these 20 things, okay? Just think about these 20 benefits every day that God put into our hands. Good health? Did you manufacture it? No, God put that good health into our life. Good health, protection, love, joy, peace, friendships, good relationships, finances, talents, resources, safety, security, strength, food, sleep, skills, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, favor, family, etc., etc. All these things we receive every day. And yet very seldom do we recognize that they are benefits that God has put on our hands. Let us treasure them. God loads these benefits on us daily without fail, without us asking for it. Let us ponder over a few benefits of God. How many of you, I don't see show of hands, huh? Uh, children, youth, adult, everyone, okay? How many of you, just lift your hands if you are one of those categories, okay? How many of you have experienced the healing of God in your life? Okay, leave it, leave it up. Don't worry, only about uh, less than three minutes. You won't die one, okay? Uh, I think you've got enough strength for that, okay? Leave it up. Stay, stay, stay there, okay, okay? Okay, next question. How many have been blessed with good results, be it studies, goals, or missions? Ah, continue. So now we've got more hands now. More hands, more hands, more hands. Wow, very good. Okay. Continue, continue. Just another 20 questions. No, no, I mean just another two more questions. Okay. Uh, how many of you enjoy stability in life at this point? Wow, see? God is unfair. Bless so many of you. Okay. One last one. Okay. How many of you have good careers that you think you enjoy now? Wow, I see a few more. Now we've got almost more than half, or if not more, okay? One last question. I say four, right? This is bonus, okay? How many of you have benefits of eternal life in God? Wow. Mamma mia. All those who raise your hands. I can't see hands, but I can see people stand up. All those who raise your hands, can you stand up? Just look around. Just look around. Just look around. How good God is benefiting us every day in all ways. Amen. 
Even children don't stand on the chair because they know I can't see them. They are so tall. Thank you. You may be seated. In conclusion, I want to wrap up with a little personal testimony. I grew up in a very poor home with eight other brothers and sisters. And the only person working was my father. And he worked in Malaysia. In those days, Singapore and Malaysia were together. So having next to nothing every day in my life, because I was the youngest, I'm forever grateful to a primary school friend or classmate who put the gospel in my hands when I was nine years old. I never looked back since. I passed all my school exams with hardly any textbooks because the gospel was in my hands at the age of nine. And I just simply trusted God, remembering like mad what the teachers did and more often than not mad, but can't remember, you know. Without money for recess, I was never malnourished. You look at me, is it malnourished? <laughs> I was always like that, okay? Sometimes bigger, okay? So this is just about the slimmest. Without money for recess, I was never malnourished. I learned to enjoy every little blessing and benefit God loaded onto my hands in my life. I look at my life like this small little blue cube. I don't think a lot of you can see it, right? As tiny as it may be, I never underestimated if it is the blessing of the Lord, if it is the benefits from the Lord. And if this is my life, What I did was make sure I don't lose them. So I take the blessings of God and keep it in my life. Treasure it. Even when I was very young. And God, let it stay there. Not only stay there, but as I grow older, I need a little bit more, a little bit bigger. And God never failed. Every time when I look to Him, He gave me a little bit more and a little bit bigger. The gospel in our hands, don't underestimate how big or how small it is. Because when God put it in your hands, even though you can't see it, God can make it bigger and multiply it many more fold. So with good results, I went to a good secondary school. I went to a good pre-U. And in those days, there were no JCs. I think the only JC was National Junior College. Okay? The rest were all pre-U's. After school, God promoted me to be an army officer in NS. I don't know how the army can recognize me as an officer. Okay? But they did. Okay? Through different ones, God supply all my needs when I was in Bible school. Above all, God blesses me with a source, with a sound and a creative mind. Today, I am able to do all these things, not because I'm specially endowed, but because I look at things and I always question more things than answer more questions. You know, I question more answers than answer more questions. I say, why must a cloth be a cloth? Why can't a cloth be a special cloth? Why must a bag be a bag? Why can't a bag be a special bag? Why must balloon be straight? Why can't it be curved like that? 
you know. So I question more answer than answer more questions. And God blessed me with such creativity. And today, God also blessed me with a lovely wife. I think more than 30 years. I better don't tell her. I can't remember exactly how many years. But I think more than 30 years, okay? And two lovely children, all grown up, and both are married, a boy and a girl, and both are serving the Lord and wonderfully loving God in their own ways. You know, God is such a wonderful God. May I request you to put forth your hands right now like this, every one of you. Look at them. I know some are dirty, but it's okay. Okay, look at them, okay? Look at them and answer this question. Is the gospel, is the gospel in my hands? If not, today, you can receive the gospel in your hands. And God is more willing to give you as he did with a teenage girl, with a young boy called John, okay, or the adult lady, Betty. In this Chinese New Year, God wants to give each one of us his eternal blessings and benefits that we may have all our needs met in him. For those of us who already have the gospel in our hands, let us be faithful. Let us be consistent in sharing our testimony of blessings and benefits to others and put it, put the gospel into someone else's hands. May our hands be used for the gospel as a torch to light and guide and help others in their way of life. May we be humble and sincere, never fearful, but always courageous to use the gospel in our hands to serve Him. Would you commit to God today that you will be mindful and sensitive to the people around you during this festive season as you make your visitations, especially when opportunities arise for you to testify about the gospel in your hands. Similarly, to our friends and visitors here, would you like to have the gospel in your hands if you have yet to do so? You can, you know, right now as you invite Jesus, the giver of all blessings and benefits into your life. This will be the greatest ang pao you could ever have because it is an eternal ang pao, an ang pao that gives us eternal life. Father in heaven today, as we come before you, we want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you for many opportunities that you have given to us in many different occasions in the course of one year to put the gospel into the hands of someone else. We are so thankful, dear God, that because somebody did that to us and they put the gospel in our hands, that today we have the gospel and we can extend it to somebody else's hands. I pray, dear Lord, that you will help us, dear God, to be sensitive and also to be mindful of opportunities that we will have in the next few days as we visit people and as we talk and converse with people. That, Lord, in among all the various 
conversations we have, Father, open a door for us to put the gospel in someone else's hands. We commit this to you and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. Won't you, Lord, take a look at our hands? Everything we have, everything we have, use it for your plan. Won't you, Lord, take a look at our hands? Mold it, refine it, as you set us apart. We want to Bringing hope to our land. Won't you, Lord? Won't you, Lord? Take a look at our hands. Everything we have, use it for your land. Won't you, Lord? Take a look at. spent some time listening to God's Word and we hope that the message has ministered to you. Should you require more assistance, kindly call 6892-6811 or you can visit us at www.cefc.org.sg for more sermon titles. God bless you in your spiritual pilgrimage ahead.